You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Budweiser Reds Hot Stove League, presented by United Dairy Farmers. The Reds are on the radio. The Hot Stove League is brought to you by the Holy Grail Banks Tavern and Grill, Norcom, your audiovisual information technology solutions provider, Norcom.com, JTM Food Group. Let's create great dishes together. Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And by MSA Design. Design, create, innovate. The Reds Hot Stove League is brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet, home of lifetime powertrain protection and guaranteed credit approval. From our family to yours for life, visit Kelsey. RLCChev.com. RNL Carriers, your global transportation provider. Visit RLC.com today. And by United Dairy Farmers. UDF now makes donuts in our new family bakery from our own recipe. The Reds are on the radio. Now the Hot Stove League on the Reds Radio Network on 700 WLW. Welcome into the Reds Hot Stove League presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. And we have a jam-packed show today. We're going to hear from Trevor Bauer, fresh off winning the Cy Young Award. And Amir Garrett will join us as well. Mark Sheldon is also going to be on with us to kick off the show here in just a minute or two. With Jim Day, I'm Tommy Thraw. Great to be with you uh, this evening. And uh, Jim, kind of an exciting show today. Oh yeah, anytime you're going to announce the best of the best as far as... Uh, one season goes in Reds history. You just have to you look down the list of uh, the MVP award for the Reds, outstanding pitcher, good guy award, and it's a who's who yep. Cincinnati Reds history. So exciting to announce some new additions. And those are the awards that we will be announcing today, and that brings us to Reds beat writer with MLB.com, Mark Sheldon, who's on with us now. Hey, Mark, how are you? Good evening, fellas. It's uh, good to talk to you. I'm doing well. So Mark's going to be in studio next week. When I'm not here, but I am here today, and he couldn't be bothered to join us in studio today. I see how it goes. Thanks. That's exactly how it goes, Tommy. I don't blame you. I get it. I get it. Well, at least you're very self-aware, Tommy. I am. I am. I am nothing if not that. Uh, Mark, this is certainly an exciting time to uh, announce the awards, and you will be doing that here shortly. But uh, talk about the process. Of course, we've got the Ernie Lombardi Most Valuable Player Award presented by TriHealth, the Johnny Vandermeer Most Outstanding Pitcher, Joe Nuxall Good Guy Award. Uh, that, what's the process for determining the winners of this, and, and who all votes on this award? Right. We, we vote from the uh, local chapter of the Baseball Writers Association of America. We, we all uh, take turns every year of being a ch- the chapter chairman. This year it was Bobby Nightingale of the Cincinnati Enquirer, and uh, last year it was me. And, and more or less is we, we email our votes in, uh, unlike the national awards where you do a first, second, third, and fourth and fifth, and, um, and MVPs for top ten, we, we only vote for one person uh, per, per, per award. Um, and then everything's done just like the national awards. Uh, we have everything has to be in by the end of the regular season. So season play does not count. Uh, if that happens to be a postseason, which there was this year and, uh, you know, it's pretty straightforward and it's been a, a lot of years that the, the local writers have been voting for Reds awards and it, it's got some pretty nice names attached to it over the years. And the, the awards that they're, that their people are that are named for these awards, like uh, the Ernie Lombardi Most Valuable Player Award, Johnny Vandermeer Most Outstanding Pitcher, and the Joe Nuxall uh, Good Guy Award, uh, obviously come with some uh, significance for the players that get those awards. 
How many people vote on this? How, how many of how many of uh, uh, Baseball Writers Association of America writers are in the local chapter here? I, I want to give you a, a, an exact number, but I'm going to I'm afraid I'm going to punt and say about ten to twelve. I would say uh, you know some of the familiar names like myself, Bobby, John Fay, uh, C. Trent Rosecrans, Mark Schmetzer, Hal McCoy. Uh, Paul Doherty. Uh, there's there's just you know, a lot of uh, writers locally. There's a, there's a couple that have like they aren't necessarily with affiliated with the Cincinnati like publications, but they're based in Cincinnati. Whether they work for Fangraphs or for uh, CBSSportsLine.com, there's a, there's a few other guys, but I would say about ten to twelve guys. Some years are harder than others, and some are easier than others to come up with these award winners. And I imagine this year was pretty simple yeah it was pretty simple <laughs> uh, yeah the, the, i will say the good guy award is usually the one that's because it's more subjective than yeah. it is based on stats and and you'll ever you know and i will say this on the red to the reds credit they we always have more than one guy that we consider for the good guy award i, I remember when i did the vote last year it was pretty it, it was pretty spread out uh a lot of different players that all have uh over the years, shown themselves to be the so-called good guy of the clubhouse with the media and things like that. So, uh, kudos to the Reds for you know fostering that kind of environment. But one player did stand out this year, especially. Well, that's great. Well, without further ado, let's get right to it, Mark Sheldon. Why don't you reveal the winners of this year's uh, BW uh, BBWAA Reds Awards? All right. Well, we're going to start out with a two-for-one deal here. Uh, the winner of the Ernie Lombardi Award as the team's most valuable player, which is sponsored by TriHealth, and also the Johnny Vandermeer Most Outstanding Pitcher Award. No surprise here, it's going to go to Trevor Bauer. He's the uh, first Reds pitcher to win both awards in the same season since Johnny Cueto in 2014. And there you go. Let's have the applause, please. Good job, fellas. And then... Uh, for the Joe Nuxall Good Guy Award winner, uh, very deserving this season uh, and even over his career at the Reds, it's going to left-handed reliever Amir Garrett. Outstanding, well deserved. Yeah, very well deserved. Well, well, let's let's talk about these real quick. Let's start with Trevor Bauer. I mean, it it was so much fun to watch him. Uh, I'm sure you get the question a lot, uh, Jim. I'm sure you get it as well. But people always ask, what was it like? watching him take them out every five days. I mean, it was really remarkable. Uh, so I guess uh, my question for you is, was that a unanimous award on both accounts for him? I believe Pitcher of the Year was unanimous. Uh, I do think that some of us did not vote for him as the most valuable player because some people don't believe in giving kind of like the Cy Young Award for the pitchers and the MVP for the position players. There's, I think there's a couple people that believe that. Uh, so I, I don't think it was unanimous, but it, I think the pitcher award was unanimous for sure. When you're looking at the, uh, you know, the accolades of Bauer, or I mean, the numbers speak for itself. I mean, we're not only talking Reds MVP, but Cy Young Award, first time in, in Reds history. Uh, he was one of those guys, Mark. Did you get excited when you knew that he was pitching on any particular day? Yeah, I just... You know, I think the, the the last start of the regular season really kind of encapsulated what he's all about. He, you know, he pitched on short rest, faced Milwaukee. They're trying to make the playoffs and every game and so much at that point. And he goes out and, he, you know, he, he, he broke out a, 
you know, the, the 12th strikeout game against uh, Milwaukee, and I think he went seven in, or eight innings, excuse me, and he, he just was, as I think Tucker Barnhart said, he, he wants to rip the head off of every opponent that he has, and he's a great guy to deal with as far as if he's on your team. And I think he's one of those, He's a classic guy where you, you love when he's your teammate and you hate when you have to face him. And, and certainly he, he loved getting up for those big games. Uh, when he did not win a, a big game or any game, he could be a little curt. And he's, it just shows how competitive he is. And, uh, you know, I mean, you just look at his, his resume from this season. He, he, he led the NL in ERA, whip, opponent's batting average, bat, batting average of balls in play, the adjusted ERA plus, fewer hits, fewest hits per nine innings in complete games, and he was second in shutout. I'm sorry, strikeouts. So he, he definitely had a resume. I think he would have probably, these numbers would have uh, panned out over, a, let's say, a more of like a 30 to 30 start season if we had a whole season. But uh, over 60 games, he was really ready for that challenge, and he did really well. Talk about uh, Amir Garrett and, and really – for you, what made him stand out for the Joe Nuxall Good Guy Award? And what all, what all do you consider when trying to vote for that award? I know you touched on a little bit by, by how, how welcoming guys are, uh, sometimes how easy they make the job for you guys. But, but there's, there's, I feel like a lot that goes into that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not only just a, for, a guy who forges positive relationships with the media, you know, that's obviously a helpful thing when, you know, there's sometimes the job can be adversarial and sometimes, you know, you don't just talk to these guys after wins or good performances, but you also ask to see them and talk to them after a game they may have, you know, given up or had a bad day. And, and Amir Garrett, you know, qualifies as somebody that was always accountable, always stand up and talk, whether it was a good game or a bad game. Um, and then, you know, outside of the media stuff, you know, you just watch him in the clubhouse and how he relates to his teammates. I would say he's a, a role model in the clubhouse and he's a role model in the community. Uh, and, you know, he's, he's, he's been active. And I, I think this year, especially, you know, he was very candid about, uh, you know, especially after the, some of the, the, the racial injustice that's been going on in the country for a long time, but especially coming to focus this year, he, he was very candid and talked about his experiences and he's, you know, he was willing to talk to players that were maybe that needed some more uh, education, and, and he, including Joey Vada, who spoke uh, a lot about that this year as well. And I just think he was the, the perfect guy in 2020 to win that award. No question. Well, Mark, thanks so much for the time. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, you will you will be given a lot more time next week. On All right. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let the rest of the show go on without me. But, yes, thank you. I look forward to talking to you guys next week. All right. Sounds good. That is Mark Sheldon, Reds beat writer for MLB. Dot com. He's my good guy award because he is. you're going to help save me next week. Yes, I'll be flying solo. That's right. Not, not anymore. You have Mark Sheldon as your co-pilot. You will be in good hands. <laughs> the Reds Holiday Gift Pack is on sale now starting at only $40. This year's gift pack includes four ticket credits, two Reds Hall of Fame and Museum tickets, and an oversized Nixon's El Bobblehead. Purchase the Holiday Gift Pack today at the Reds kiosk located in Kenwood Town Center or at reds.com slash holiday. We're back with Trevor Bauer on the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF on the Reds Radio Network. Welcome back into the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. With Jim Day, I am Tommy Thrall, and let's get right to our next guest. It is National League Cy Young Award winner and the first Red ever to win the Cy Young Award. Trevor Bauer, thanks so much for being on with us today. Trevor, how are things? Oh, they're going well. I'm, uh, I'm out in Arizona, actually. The weather's beautiful. 
getting a lot of work done, a lot of training done, enjoying the offseason so far. That sounds great. Well, the, you've worked so hard, and you made it uh, very clear. And, and in fact, it was, it was kind of refreshing, your honesty, about how badly you wanted to win the Cy Young Award. You didn't dance around the topic. You didn't tiptoe around it. When you were asked about it directly, you were very upfront and saying, yeah, I want to win it. Um, now that you've won it, how how gratifying is that? I mean, what what what's that feel like now that you've you've kind of you finally reached the top of the mountain there? So this is actually one of the areas that I'm trying to get better at. Um, I don't feel much different. I, the day after I woke up, I had a lot of work to get done. I had calls to make. I went and trained and all that. And I have a tendency to do this where I'll set a long term goal. I'll accomplish it, and then I won't really celebrate it, and I won't really understand how important it was to me or how proud I am of myself until, like, a year or two afterwards. So I'm really trying to, like, I'm really trying to focus on it and celebrate it more in the moment. Uh, and it's, it's something I have to constantly, like, work on. But it's hard to put into words how, how I feel after accomplishing something that I've been chasing for 10 years. Um, I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tremendous feeling. It's a tremendous honor. Um, I don't know if I have the right words yet to be able to describe what it means to me. Uh, what I hope it means, though, more so to the industry as a whole um, and to the future of the game for young kids is that uh, you can be different, you can do things differently, you can research, you can apply science and, and math and um, intellect, I guess, to an athletic endeavor and make it all the way to the top. And ultimately, I think if that's the message that gets across, if that's what comes of it, and that's more of a, I guess, more of a win than, you know, just me winning the, the award and for my personal satisfaction. So that's really what I want to drive forward and be an example to young kids that you can do things uh, in different ways. There's, there's all sorts of different ways to accomplish your goals if you work hard, if you put in the time, if you study, if you educate yourself. Um, there's a lot of things that you can accomplish in any field that you're in. Speaking of long-term goals, I enjoyed uh, one of your tweets recently where you said, for years, a picture of the Cy Young trophy has been the background of your phone, and now you get a chance to change it to your own, the trophy with your name on it. How special is that? Uh, It's going to (laughs) be... It's going to be quite the moment. Um, a lot of my friend group uh, has seen my phone for years and years. Like, when are you going to get a new background? Put a new background. <laughs> I'm like, nope. I, this is the picture I chose, and I'm sticking with it until I have something to replace it with. So it's going to be a big moment for me. It's going to be a big moment for my peer group as well. Uh, when we'll probably all just we'll probably just like FaceTime each other and like, hey guys, look, I'm changing it. <laughs> uh, so it'll be it'll be a fun time. That's outstanding. You talk about uh, somebody that maybe isn't necessarily gifted with the most natural athletic ability. You've talked about that pretty openly that, that you don't feel like you are a, a tremendous athlete uh, as far as athletic attributes, but you have uh, achieved something athletically remarkable. Um, talk about that journey and. and at what point did you realize this is what I want to do? This is the dream I want to chase, even though the odds were so long and the message that that sends to kids. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of funny that you asked about me not being an athlete. I'm currently just walking around my neighborhood with my shirt off and with the vlog on. So <laughs> this is uh everybody watching the vlog will be able to see exactly how unathletic I am. Uh, wow. But yeah, I, uh, that, that's really the, 
the thing about like I, I never I never decided really that I was going to pursue baseball. Um, it kind of chose me in, in many ways. So my, my parents put a bunch of toys in my crib uh, when I was young, and I just always ended up grabbing a little stuffed baseball and a little bat that I had in there. So it just kind of that's just always what I've loved to do. And I think I'm really fortunate in that way that as a young person, I understood what it is that I loved and what, like what area, what direction I wanted to go. Um, I never really had to make a decision and sit down and say, well, I like this, but I could do that and like have that conversation. I just always knew what I loved to do. And I've been able to make a career out of what I love to do. So I was really fortunate in that, um, in that way fortunate to have parents around me in a family unit that supported me in that and was able to, uh, I guess, encourage me to chase the, the thing that I loved. A lot, of, a lot of kids aren't as fortunate, which is unfortunate. Um, but I, I think that that's really the, the key is once you find something that you love, ensure that it's in an industry where you can make a living and then just do that. Don't, don't listen to what other people say, like, hey, the odds are against you or you can't, uh, no one, no one from here has ever done that. So you can't do it. Or, Hey, you're too short. Hey, you're not smart enough. Hey, you're, you're whatever. Like if you love something and you're willing to outwork people, you're willing to outstudy people, you're willing to devote more time, more passion, more energy to it in the long haul, as long as you keep the long-term vision in mind, uh, you can outpace a lot of people because at the end of the day, there's just no real substitute for, hard work over the course of time. And, uh, you know, I think that's a message that gets lost in today's society with how much uh, it's shifted towards instant gratification and short attention spans. It's 140 characters on Twitter. It's 15-second uh, highlight videos on TikTok. It's everyone wants the gratification now, and if they don't get it, they give up. Um, and that's not how I was raised, and I'm hoping that I can be an example to uh, future generations of kids that uh, that's not the best way to, to accomplish a, a lifelong goal. Trevor, need kind of a quick answer on this one. Sorry about that. But uh, Reds, a storied franchise, have never had a Cy Young Award winner. How special is it to you to put that up on the mantle for the Reds? That's huge. I like doing things that have never been done before, especially with the Reds and uh, the storied franchise and the fan base. Like It's about time that they had one, and hopefully I get to celebrate with the fans here in uh in short, in short order. Look forward to that. Yeah, no question. Trevor, congratulations. It was awesome watching you this year. Thanks for the time. Certainly appreciate it. Have a good offseason. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, that's Trevor Bauer, the Reds' first National League Cy Young Award winner. Also, the Eddie Lombardi Most Valuable Player Award presented by Tri-Health and the Johnny Vandermeer Most Outstanding Pitcher Award winner. This is the Reds' Hot Stove League on the Reds' radio network. Welcome back into the Reds Hot Stove League, as always, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. We are just handing out awards on the show today. Mark Sheldon. Really? We are. Did I get one? No. Okay. No. No. If it makes you feel any better, I didn't either. So. Okay. All right. Uh, Mark Sheldon was on with us to start the show today, and he... Revealed the winners of the Ernie Lombardi Most Valuable Player Award presented by Tri-Health. The winner of that's the same winner as the Johnny Vandermeer Most Outstanding Pitcher, Trevor Bauer. And our next guest was the recipient of the Joe Nuxall Good Guy Award, and that is Amir Garrett. Amir, 
Thanks for being on with us. Congratulations on the award. Congratulations on a phenomenal season. And I certainly hope you're enjoying a nice, relaxing offseason. How you doing? What's up, Tommy? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. Thanks for the award, guys. I appreciate that. Hey, don't thank us. We are just we actually weren't even the messengers. We just uh, we just allowed for the platform for the message to be delivered. So. I just want to thank everybody, you know, from Red Country to you guys to all my people. You know, we we all we all in this together. I appreciate everybody. This is a team effort thing right here. And, and see, you guys are part of my team. And that's why he won the good guy award. Yeah. That's that's yeah. it. Right there. There you go. Well, congratulations. Certainly very well deserved. Uh, glad to hear that you're having a, a great offseason. Let's, let's go back and, and, and relive the season a little bit because, you know what, uh, for you, you held left-handers to an 043 batting average, by the way, which is remarkable. You had a tremendous season. Uh, w- what was it? I felt like you, there was something different about you this year. Did you, did you feel that way, and uh, was there a conscious effort, I guess, put into uh, just kind of changing your mentality going into the year? I mean, it was pretty much the same mentality, just F everything, you know, hitters, anybody in there, like, doesn't matter. I'm going to be better than you at any given moment. But, uh, you know, this was a, a, a sprint this year, man, and it was, it was a very weird season. But So there was no time to, like, uh, warm up, as I would say, or, you know, just in practice games. Like, right right from the start, it was, it was time to go, man, and uh, – it was, it was, I had to shift my mentality to, you know, uh, we're at the finish line from, from the very start of the season. You know, it was like the end of the race for us, you know, and that's what I just put in my head. So every game I went out there, you know, I, I try to give it my all every single time I went out there and pitched and, you know, uh, whatever happened, happened. The namesake of the Good Guy Award is the Joe Nuxall Good Guy Award. The old left-hander, and you are the current left-hander. One, I, I really wish that you and others could have been around Joe Nuxall. You would have loved Joe, and Joe would have loved you. What does the Good Guy Award mean to you? I mean, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty awesome, man. Um, you know, I try to be a, a, good as, a good person as much as I can be. You know, there's going to always be times where I'm not perfect, obviously, but... You know, I it, it means a lot, man. Because it means, uh, you know, whoever gave me the award and you know how the fans see me and how my teammates see me, you know, is, is a good person. You know, and that means a lot to me. Um, you know, I try to treat everybody with respect. You know, as I would want in return. And uh, you know, the, the winning the good guy award is it's pretty awesome, man. It just means that a lot of people are talking good about me, more good about me than bad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a hard accomplishment in this world, believe me. It is. What 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 are you doing these days in your in your off season? What's your off season looking like right now? Me, uh, you know, I ain't been. I'm. Oh, actually, uh, I've been playing basketball a lot. Yeah, getting in shape. Um, you know, some of my buddies that are getting ready to go back to the NBA and you know overseas have been working out with them. And uh, you know, I am. I'm actually. I'm actually, you know, I've been I've been playing really, really well, holding my own against guys that are in the league, and uh, you know, I've just been getting in shape like that. Pretty soon, I'm about to start getting back into my baseball workouts, but uh, my baseball routine. Uh, but you know, my off-season basketball workouts, I feel like uh, I've rekindled a fire in me that I, I that I once had, and you know, it's, it's all fun, man. It's for 
cardio and, and, and in better shape. So I'm, I'm really happy of how my offseason is going right now. Can you can you still dunk? Are you kidding? Do you see this video? <laughs> I, I, I saw a video and I saw a you lot saw of layups. Video? I saw a video and oh, I saw a no. lot of layups. It started with a dunk. Hey, it started no, with a dunk. Yeah, no, but that 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 first video that was like the first day I went and played. So I played against some like some people that you know that probably weren't that good. But now you know I have I have a, I have an off season highlight tape that I'm going to put out there, and I've been playing to get some. So I've been playing to get some dudes. So. You know, like I said, some NBA guys, guys that are overseas, and I'm going to drop that video, and don't worry about it. It's going to be nice. <laughs> well, I, I was surprised, I, you know, because the skills usually erode when you're away from a sport for years, particularly basketball, where, you know, I was so I, – I, you could – used to be able to play, and now you still can. I was surprised at it. You still got it. No, yeah, I, man, it, 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 it comes back. You know, it's, it's tough, but, like, the first week I was, like, rusty, like – I wasn't making like a lot of shots and you know missing layups and stuff. But after that, like getting back into the swing of things, I'm like, man. I said I might, I might make a comeback. Hey, I saw a tweet today from you that uh, you were talking about the NBA draft being today, and mm-hmm. you you had the there there was a tweet about the contracts. The question is, do you think you would be a top ten pick in the NBA draft? Uh. I don't think I'd be a top ten pick. Okay. You you gotta understand, like, but, but listen, you gotta understand this. When I when I tell people this, like, I got a big signing boat out of high school, right? So what I had to go through to get to where I was at, I didn't have to do that anymore. So the grind was different. You know what I mean? Like when you're applying for college and you got you got you know, there's like if I didn't get what I got out of high school, I would have had that fire in me. It was like, I have to make it in basketball. I have to make it. I have to do this. You know, my career would have been different. But, you know, I got a little bit of money and went to college, so the fire wasn't there for me, if that makes sense anymore. Like, I felt like I was okay now. So, you know, I didn't really take basketball as serious anymore. You know, and uh, but I feel like if I was another guy, you know, off financial aid and stuff like that, and really had to grind for it in basketball again, I think I could have. I think I could have been in the NBA for sure, easily, no doubt. I like that. I love that. Well, we've got more we want to talk to you about. You have time to stick around for a few more minutes? Man, I'll stick around all day. See, he's oh, the good guy, or he can't guy say no he right can't now. Say no, but no, we got him. He's, he's got no yeah. chance. <laughs> all right, we're going to bring you back for another segment. Hang with us here. Uh, the holiday scoreboard messages are now available for donation to the Reds Community Fund at reds.com slash gift message. And don't forget to visit reds5050.com to participate in the holiday jackpot that's already over $12,000. Two great ways to support youth baseball, softball, and education programs of the Reds Community Fund. This is the Reds Hot Stove League. More with Amir Garrett after this. As always, we're presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF on the Reds Radio Network. Welcome back to the Reds Hot Stove League. As always, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. We're so you vis- don't have Yid here to tell you to stand by. I don't. No, it throws <laughs> us off, doesn't it? <laughs> we're visiting with Amir Garrett. He's Jim Day. I'm Tommy Thrall, and this is this is Amir. Uh, we we're talking about you playing some basketball this off season. I also saw yeah. that you've been out on the trails a little bit, doing some hiking. Is that a new little hobby you've got? Yeah, man, hiking is a new little thing. You know, I'm trying to be one with nature. Uh, just trying to just trying to figure out some some new some new things, man, that that I like and. And I come to find out, I like I like hiking, man. Getting out there in, in nature and just you know getting lost out there because 
you know, it's just, it's a great feeling, man. It's, it's, it's a really great workout as well. So it's, it's definitely something that I enjoy doing, do it every day. A year ago, it was, you were the man amongst the, around the house. You were fixing things at your, your new house. You were the handyman. You were learning all this. Yeah. I got my own tools and everything, man. I'm, I'm happening. Where's that stand? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. About that one. Um, that got, that got old, that got old, that got old pretty quick. Man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got to know you a know, guy that knows a guy that can fix everything. That's the key. And me, I got, I, you know, it's funny cause my fiance had me, uh, putting a, uh, like, a a light fixture. And after it was, it was so easy to do. But after that, I was like, I'm done. This isn't for me. Like I play baseball. Like I don't do this stuff, man. Like I told her, I was like, Come on now, like we got to call somebody to do this. I, I, this is not me. <laughs> yeah, but this you were into me. it. Oh, oh, you found out quickly. I was, yeah. I, yeah. I was into it. Yeah, but you know, it, when she keeps saying, "Hey, you need to put this in. We need to do this. We need yeah. to do this," I'm oh, like, yeah. "Man, all right, do list. I'm calling somebody." Yeah, I'm calling somebody to do it from now on. <laughs> is it, so, is this your first? This was your first home that you bought, right? Yes, it was yeah. my first one. Yep. Yeah. See, the, when you when you're a first time home buyer, I think a lot of people have this excitement, like they look forward to yard work. And doing things like that, doing yeah. doing maintenance around uh, the house. I never, when I bought a house the first time, I never experienced any of that. Never yeah, had that. It's, it's, it's tough, man. Like the, I try to do that with the yard. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna cut. Tri-. Like, no, that's <laughs> I. You know, we have to pay people to do that, and they are so good at what they do, and I appreciate them so much. And I was like, I could never. I can't. I tried it for a week, like cutting the bushes, and then it was. I got like five HOA notices, like, hey, man, you got to fix this or. You know what I mean? Like they were, they were criticizing my the way I was cutting the bushes. Oh my! Well, that's tough. Yeah. That's, we're, we're visiting with Amir Garrett uh, about everything other than baseball right now, which is always fun. And, and so you're hiking now. You're playing basketball, uh, avoiding all household chores. Do you have any time for video games anymore, or have you kicked those to the curb? Uh, no, I'm playing video games a little bit. You know, I've been playing PGA. Uh, um, golf. That's that's what I want, and I've been playing MLB the show again. Uh, I just picked back up. I just picked Fortnite back up again. But uh, yeah, man, I try oh. to, you know, like with this with the whole video game thing. I don't know. I just haven't been having the you know the itch for them like that. Like it, how normally I would because you know I've been getting outdoors doing other things. So I haven't really been on the video games too much. But I think I'm gonna get back into it. Did you get a PS5? This is the big question in society now. Did you- man, that. That PS5 stuff, like the, the the for people, how many people demand it? They don't have enough supply, and I'm not paying a thousand dollars for a game console. I am not. I will pay a thousand dollars for a lot of other stuff for some shoes or whatever. I'm not paying a thousand dollars for a game console. You Sh- hold up, shoes? Kids. You'll pay a thousand dollars for shoes? Oh, what kind of shoes are yeah, you getting? But- Listen, not like designer <laughs> shoes and stuff. I like I like nice things that look good on me. Like you oh, know, yeah. that make me look good, look good, play good. You know what I mean? Uh, but I'm not getting a console. Like everybody's trying to overprice it for fifteen hundred. No way. It, when I can just go walk in and don't have to wait in a line and just hey, I need the PS5 and buy it. That's when I'll get it. Yeah. And I'm 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 really okay with not having it. So, you know what I mean? When I when I can just go in there and just hey, can I have that? That's when I'll get it. I'm not. And I tell everybody, do not overpay for that, man. It's not even, especially now, you know, it's not something that you necessarily really need. You know what I mean? So keep your PS4, keep your Xbox One, 
And then when they come out, when you can just go in there and get them for five hundred dollars, you go get it. Listen <laughs> to how mature yeah. Amir is sounding. We've I mean, turned this into a hot stove league pop culture, right? Edition. We really have. But Ooh, I, I am going to ask like you it. one last baseball question before we let you go. What are you most looking All forward right. to about spring training once it finally rolls around? Man, I'm looking forward to a lot, man. Uh, as everybody knows, we came up short uh, in the playoffs. Um, you know, the team that we have, we're looking to do big things next year, man. And I say it every year, but, you know, we got a little taste of what we could be. And, you know, we made it to the playoffs, you know, and and at times it, it looked dark. Like we couldn't even see the the end of the light at the end of the tunnel. But, uh, you know, we're just we're – just, there's a fire inside of me in, 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 the, in the moment that I could uh, – I have to relive again. So, um, you know, how we went out at the end. Um, that's a sour taste in my mouth. So uh, I'm looking forward to 2021 season. I'm looking forward to proving a lot of people wrong, man, because, you know, you know what's crazy? I'm, I'm, this is me being personal. Like, I'm very slept on, and, you know, I'm tired of being slept on. And, uh, you know, I got a lot to prove when I come in 2021, and I'm going to make my presence known. Like I always say, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it known to a different extent now, you know. And uh, I'm looking forward to to getting back with the boys, and I'm uh, looking forward to kicking some butt, man. I really go. am. Well, there's pressure that comes with that good guy award, by the way. <laughs> you can't turn down anything now because everyone will say, "Well, yeah. there goes the good guy award." That's right. It's he, all good. No it's chance. Good. So a lot of pressure. You gotta be good in the future. So. All right, we'll, we'll be as good as we can be. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> Love it. Amir, thanks so much for the time. Congratulations on the Joe Knoxall Good Guy Award. Well-deserved, and uh, enjoy your offseason. We'll probably chat with you again somewhere down the road here on the Hot Stove. All right, guys, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All, All right, Amir. That is Amir Garrett, the uh, recipient of the Joe Knoxall Good Guy Award. Love that dude. He is outstanding. Love that guy. We'll be back to wrap up the Reds Hot Stove League presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF next on the Reds Radio Network. Welcome back into the Reds Hot Stove League as we wrap things up on this Wednesday. The Reds Hall of Fame and Museum presented by Dinsmore is proud to present the Johnny Bench Home Run Collection. Each of the 389 baseballs are autographed and numbered by Johnny and delivered in a deluxe display frame. With a photo collage and certificate of ownership, limited quantities remain. Details are available now at redsmuseum.org. Wrapping things up with Jim Day, I'm Tommy Thrall. Jim, it's been a uh, a fun show. Yeah. Mark Sheldon to open things up. Trevor Bauer, great as always, and a blast talking to Amir today. Always love talking to Amir. Trevor is, uh, you know, you could do a full hour. You could do two hours, hours with Trevor Bauer. He's really smart and uh, don't know what's going to happen in the future going forward. He's obviously a free agent, but uh, he was enjoyable the year and a half uh, that he was with the Reds. And who knows, could go on, might be more. But, uh, you know, congratulations to him on coming back with a vengeance after getting off to a slow start with the Reds and just was outstanding this year. I mean, just dominant. It's so exciting. And I hope that fans are able to really embrace the memories that they created by watching him pitch in a Reds uniform. I, it, the, really, the, the biggest 
drawback to the whole thing is fans weren't able to go to the ballpark yeah. on the days that he pitched this year because it, we, he was he was remarkable. Watching him pitch was was truly a treat and a lot of fun. So, you got to hear the sounds of the game, though, and a lot of, ah! <laughs> you did get to hear Trevor in full effect. There's no question about that, but uh, certainly wish him the best this offseason, and uh, we'll see did what I the future has in store. on the radio? You did do that, uh, yeah. 50,000 watts? Okay. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yep. That's right. probably somewhere in the uh, radio playbook as a don't do that, but yeah. hey, yeah, you did it. There'll be a drop-in somewhere. It'll be great. Yeah, that'll be that'll be really nice to relive that over and over again. Uh, well, we're about out of time today. That's it. Uh, big thanks to Mark Sheldon for joining us. He will be on with you next week. Indeed. We will be grilling him, and we will crank up the hot stove league and it talk the ins and outs of baseball. It will be the best show to date next week with Mark Sheldon and Jim Day. For Jim Day uh, and for... Jeff and uh, the sheriff helping us stay on the air. This is Tommy Thrall. Thanks for listening. It's Mark and Jim next week here on the Reds Hot Stove League on the Reds Radio Network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.